0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another
1: episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available, of course, every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. And it's a Tuesday, September the 5th today. Yes, another day for us to be held in suspense by the RBA for another interest rate right decision. I'm staying with that prediction of mine, and that is a continued pause on the rate today. It would be a very big surprise for sure if they increased the rate. But then again, we are in unpredictable times because you can never count your chickens, can you, in this market? Never say never is so apt for this ever-evolving and changing real estate market. And if you are a mortgage holder, then I hope the decision goes your way today. And for the latest news from the RBA, Anthony Landau is going to be back later on this afternoon with me breaking down the decision the instant, the second that it is released. And if you want us delivered to your phone at that precise moment in time, then don't forget to follow us on the podcasting platform that you listen to the Real Estate Podcast on it is that easy. And coming up this morning, we are talking with Tony Abood from the agency Northwest there in Sydney. And good morning, Tony. Welcome to the Real Estate
2: Breakfast this morning. Good morning, Craig. Thank you.
1: You were telling me that you've been in the industry 43 years. I mean, what haven't you seen in that time?
2: <laughs> I think I've seen pretty well everything, uh, particularly after the last two or three years of pandemic and how the real estate industry coped with that. So in 43 years, I started in May 1980. So I've seen a lot. I've been through quite a few cycles in real estate and there are quite a few trends and emerging trends.
1: Now, just uh, picking up on the, the cycles, because you have seen so many cycles, what's the one cycle? I think I know the answer to this. What's the one cycle that stands above any other cycle?
2: Well, the most current one, this is the first time in my 43 years where I've seen interest rate rises, 12 interest rate rises go up and property prices not go down. Normally, interest rates and property prices are converse of each other. This is the first time they've defied the trend.
1: And just on that point, over these massive cycles that you have seen, what's the worst one in terms of the interest rates going up and the the prices plummeting? Do you know which
2: one sticks out? From memory, it was the recession we had to have. And in those days, I could probably say that if a buyer walked into our office and said I wanted to buy a house, people were shocked that there was a buyer standing at the front door. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. My goodness, those days are sort of well behind us, it seems.
2: Well, absolutely, because in this current cycle, in this current period, not only have the rates gone up uh, substantially, the prices haven't gone down, but the most telling point is when we're marketing properties at the moment, and just a couple of recent examples, a $10 million property, we've had over 160 inquiries in three weeks, a $2.7 million property, over 90 inquiries in three weeks. That's unheard of when you've had that many interest rate rises.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll come back and talk more to Tony in just a moment who has been there, done that, and has got the t-shirt, 43 years and counting in the real estate industry.
0: The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And
1: right now it is time for another 30-second property tip. We're going back to Malulabar to Hamish Baldeston And, Hamish, what have you got for us this morning? Look, I think uh, for anyone looking to buy into a holiday unit complex where there's on-site managers, it's really important to understand what you can and can't do with those properties. Uh, Some people are coming up and buying those for Airbnb type situations, but what I'd suggest to most people is that they look into the the strata rules really carefully there because often we've found buyers have have not done their due diligence buying and then finding that they have to rent them through the on-site managers where the return's aren't quite as good as what they would have expected. Well, PropTrack this morning tells us that Sydney's home prices have risen for nine consecutive months, with North Sydney and Hornby as standout performers. Melbourne saw a modest 0.15% price increase in August, showing varied growth across different areas. Meantime, Brisbane homes are at their most expensive, with a 5.5% rise this year, particularly notable in southern and western suburbs across the other side to Perth and that has exhibited the strongest market growth with a 7.5% increase in home prices this year Adelaide prices rose by 0.64% in August and Canberra and Hobart experienced mixed price trends while Darwin prices decreased further in August so those are the latest stats from a prop track a year older a year wiser can you believe it Freddie Mercury's birthday today he would have been 76 years old If you are turning a year older for today, Tuesday, September the 5th, happy birthday to you. Also, Michael Keaton, he's turning 71. And Rose McGowan, she's turning 49.
0: Don't let dinner prep time go to waste. Plug in your earbuds to listen to a world of powerful real estate news and information. It's the main centre forecast.
1: Well, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. First, we go to Sydney expecting fine conditions with some cloud cover. Should be dry, though. 23 is your forecast high. Melbourne, cloudy with possible showers and 15. Brisbane expecting a mainly fine day. Look at the temperature. 30 for you today. And in Perth, cloudy skies, possibility of a shower or two and 21.
0: Don't navigate the real estate market alone let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights and we are back on your Tuesday morning,
1: the RBA Rate Rise Day today, with Tony Abood from the Agency Northwest in Sydney, talking and reflecting back over Tony's 43 years. Just prior to the break, we were talking about different uh, property cycles. In terms of days on market, you were talking about how way back when, back in the 80s, that sometimes if somebody came in to buy a property, it was like, holy moly, somebody's walked in to buy property. But days on market, what would be the, the worst uh, period uh, cycle for you? I'm guessing it's in the 80s, is it Tony?
2: The worst days on market I recall was about 93 days on market. Yep. The best was about 10 or 11 days on market.
1: Yeah. So what I was meaning is, was that back in the 1980s?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, more in the 90s, early 90s. It took over three months to sell a property. And and despite reducing the price, it still took that long because there just simply weren't the buyers who were able and qualified to buy a property in those days.
1: Yeah, well, if we have a look at the the Sydney property market, pretty respectable. And some of the high end stuff—you only got to go back uh, what one or two weeks ago, when in a weekend you had a sixteen million dollar property sell. You have all these registered buyers. Uh, one property sold for fifteen point five eight million. It had sixteen registered uh, buyers. That was rising by a million dollars per bid. There's a lot of these top end properties that are selling pretty well. If you look at the current clearance rate, I think that's hovering around 74, 75% clearance at the moment.
2: There's no secret in the industry that there's a severe shortage of 10 to 15 million dollar properties. And that's just the nature of the market at the moment. There's a lot of money in that top end. And that's a reflection of businesses doing well. When businesses are doing well, top end properties sell extraordinarily well.
1: And I think that you were just saying to me off air that you've had plenty of inquiries in that 10 million plus, and then you look at a property, say, in a ride where it might be around that two to three million, still tons of activity going on.
2: Yeah, you know, we're not short of 100 inquiries on every property we put to market. That's unheard of, as I said earlier, considering the 12 interest rate rises.
1: Yeah, and we are six days into spring, so how is it feeling at the moment? Are you feeling pretty
2: buoyant in terms of the weather changing? Uh, Look, it always is a great time of the year. As we get into spring, the days get longer, the days get warmer. It's a great time to be selling property. It's a great time to be buying property. Our biggest fear is shortage of stock. And we're hoping that all the media reports that there's going to be more stock on the market comes true because that allows for increased activity, increased turnover, and allows some of these excess buyers, if you like, to finally find something.
1: And you were sort of dealing in these areas like a Ride, a Parramatta, a Hills Shire, Penrith, etc. Any of those particular suburbs really stand out for you in the last 12 months?
2: Well, as you move further out west, and we get to that eight hundred to a million dollar bracket, that's the first home buyer category, and that seems to be fairly active. But then again, that's the area that's most sensitive to interest rate rises. As you get into the middle market, say so the right area, two to three million, that hasn't been impacted at all. And of course, as we get into the, you know, the upper luxury market, that has uh, zero impact, uh, as you can see from the sales that are happening in that sector. I learned many, many years ago that Sydney now is so big, it's made up of 11 different market sectors. And at any one point in time, two or three sectors could be going up, whilst at the same time, two or three sectors could be going down.
1: And you're kind of covering it all as well. I mean, you mentioned uh, first home buyers, you're selling these uh, luxury homes in that 10 plus uh, category. And you're also working in the in the space of high rise residential, you got one on the go at the moment.
2: That's right. We've got a large project in Liverpool. The traction there is it's 20 minutes from the new Badgery Creek Airport. You know, in terms of trends, in my 43 years, I don't think I'll see another international airport being built in my time. That's a significant milestone. And all the activity around that new international airport around the Badgeries Creek area, Liverpool, Penrith, that is actually booming off the back of that major infrastructure. Because as you know, the secret in real estate is go where there's infrastructure, go where there's employment. And that's what's happening in that sector. For sure.
1: All right. Well, 43 years in the game. Sounds like you still got the passion there,
2: Tony. I've got another 40, 45
1: to go. Good on you. Thanks so much for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Really appreciate
2: it and uh, good luck where you are. Thank you so much, Craig. Take care.
0: We unpack all the important stuff so you're better informed. Know your property with us on the Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, the perception in the marketplace is it's not decreasing, but the question is how much of that is actually
2: media, how much truth to that. If you're Coming from the eastern seaboard where median prices are double or sometimes even triple the Darwin median house price, you're getting great bang for your buck.
1: Yeah, I guess the increasing imbalance between holding costs and rental income is is probably concerning for some investors, especially in markets like Sydney and Melbourne, where the prices are higher and the yields are lower.
0: In Budrim, according to RP data, the median house price in Budrim is about $1.1 471 properties have been sold in the last 12 months.